everyone, we are back. You are listening to Amplify by Gallopstone. We are your hosts, Samanna and Anara. Unfortunately, Arzu is not with us anymore. Stop talking about me like I'm dead. Sometimes you can still hear her voice. Unfortunately, she's a busy D2, but her brief tenure with us was utterly joyful. <laughs> Yeah. Moving on, in today's episode, we will be discussing beauty standards. And this episode is extra special because we wanted to include uh, students from the junior grades to give them an opportunity to participate in Gallup's endeavors. Today, we've got two students from M3. How about y'all introduce yourselves to us? Hi, my name is Naisha. I'm from M3 and my pronouns are she and Hello, my name is Scarlett. I'm also in M3 and my pronouns are she, her. Thank you and welcome to Amplify. Our topic for today, as we said earlier, is beauty standards. And before we get into talking, I just wanted to provide a content warning that might trigger some listeners. So if you are uncomfortable listening to certain topics like body dysmorphia and eating disorders, please kick off now. Okay, so moving on. Uh, to get started on the podcast, how do you define beauty standards? We have pretty much a textbook definition that says that beauty standards are ideals set by society that are thought to determine the physical attractiveness of individuals. Yeah. Interestingly, while we were looking for this official definition of beauty standards, it was assumed we were talking about the feminine beauty ideal and how this experience is like limited towards women. Although in reality, we know that beauty standards are applied not only to women, but also men. Maybe not to the same extent, but they still exist. Exactly. How can we like hope for equality if it doesn't go both ways? Uh, so guys, uh, diving in, what are some beauty standards that you feel you may be surrounded by? Scarlett, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, I feel like the main beauty standard which I'm surrounded by is uh, the beauty standard for how someone's body looks and um i feel like this like idea of how your body should look is really unattainable um i feel like there's also a lot of stereotypes on how a person looks depending on how you dress your what your hair looks like and people will put these ideas of you in their mind with barely knowing anything about you except their your appearance and i feel like this is really wrong um also another beauty standard um is like the ideal healthy person when in reality healthy looks different on everyone like you could have two people with completely different body types but they're both healthy and there's no like textbook definition of what a healthy body looks like because it really depends on the person Naisha? i think scarlet said it all yeah. Uh, do you guys have, have y'all ever found yourself feeling pressured to adhere to these standards? Well, in my opinion, before I got Instagram, I like I never really noticed like any flaws about myself. And I was like completely oblivious to like what beauty standards were. But after getting Instagram, I found myself comparing my body to like, and my features to those that I see on my phone, like these models and um, these people who just like post pictures about themselves. Um, and slowly I started like getting like growing a gradual hate for me. And um, in my mind, I kept telling myself that I could never look like them, no matter how hard I worked or like what products I used on my skin. Uh, I would keep finding flaws in myself. And it was 
and it's still going to this day. Um, so I feel like um, I'm very pressured to comply to these beauty standards. And I feel like a lot of people go to unhealthy lengths to attain these standards, such as um, eating disorders. Um, and I feel like they're, they're extremely harmful um, disorders. And I feel like it can be partly triggered by these unattainable um, beauty standards. I also feel like um, people change themselves for other people due to these beauty standards like something they may have loved in themselves as they were a kid and they've changed it because it doesn't go with what everyone says beautiful is. Yeah, it's so true. And these una- unattainable standards, like they keep changing as well. Like today it may be having a tiny waist, but big breasts and a big butt. That's kind of impossible. Weight can't be distributed to desired places. And But like 20 years ago, it would have been different. They wanted a smaller chest but like skinny waist and even a full small figure and like same thing with different trends there's like eyebrows thin eyebrows thick eyebrows now and i found myself indirectly succumbing to such trends you don't really realize how they affect you but they do yeah yeah definitely um, moving on, uh, what is your idea of the perfect person? Like, how would you define perfection? Uh, I feel like everyone has a different view on what the perfect person would look like um, because obviously beauty is in the eye of the beholder and someone I find beautiful, Naisha, for example, may not find beautiful. Also, social media really feeds into these ideas of a perfect person. Like, uh, you get influencers posting about their lifestyle and how they look. And I feel like we're all pressured into having this certain life. And if we don't have this certain life or this certain look, then we are not perfect. And it's also very glamorized and they they only show the aesthetically pleasing positive parts of their life. When in reality, everybody has bad days. Everyone gets into messes sometimes, but obviously they wouldn't show that online, which um, doesn't help the people viewing it because it makes us seem like we're the only one who's going through that type of thing, which isn't true. And I think my like perspective, like what I would think a perfect person would be, looks-wise, I don't think there's any such thing as perfect looks, but someone who personality like really draws you towards them, like it's kind of magnetic. Um, I feel like that's how I would view it, but honestly, everybody is different and everybody is exactly. like beautiful in their own way. So. I really agree with Scarlett, like 100%. And like my idea of a perfect person is like someone who's absolutely comfortable with their body, but I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say I am because I'm not, but it's just like someone I would think like they're, they just don't care about how they look or what they're perceived as. And I envy that. So I think of them like as um, a perfect person. And I also um, like agree with Scar when she said like somebody has to also have that magnetic personality, that really good vibe um, to like match the um, fact, the perfect person in quotes. Totally. Hi, what about you? What's your perfect person? Oh, I also completely agree with what they said. 
perfect is subjective to each person however you feel happiest the skin that you're in happiest even if it's not the skin that you're in currently whatever you want to strive for to be your best version of your own self is what's perfect for you or even like people are imperfect and that's fine it's okay being imperfect and just finding your happiness in other ways or like striving for happiness with what you have yeah definitely i'm not gonna lie though for me when i'm down in the dumps and like basically a lot um is my idea of a perfect person is very unhealthy like it's based off of media's ideal type of a perfect person like your body type the way you speak the things you do the things you say the way you act all of it's very like stiff and not healthy at all um but like the thing is with discussions like this with reading articles with sort of broadening my mindset um it's getting healthier it's getting better like nowadays i can look at myself in the mirror and be like damn i'm hot um but maybe me from 2 years ago couldn't um and i think that that's a very important like sort of evolution for lack of a better word like to be able to grow and say that you know i like these things about myself because you're redefining what it means to be perfect so i think yeah. that that's my yeah idea. i i completely agree with that and i feel like even myself like my idea of a perfect person has changed over time like in the past it probably did used to be the typical beauty standard and that's why i felt an urge to follow it but now it's really just it's not about um like the physical like a perfect person someone who's truly happy yeah it's the same thing with me like it keeps changing like 3 years ago i wouldn't have been as comfortable i am right now i still am not fully with like the way my hair may look i used to want that straight hair like all the models have straight sleek hair so i would spend hours on youtube trying to find a way to ha- get my hair naturally straight it was a waste of time so now i'm like more comfortable in my skin getting there there's always things that we can change and like better myself in but yeah what's natural is like natural um yeah um nice do you want any do you want to add anything onto it no i think it's all said yeah okay so moving on um cultural norms i i feel like are a big impact on the beauty standard so like every area even like within us we're all from different places um so how do you all think that cultural norms affect beauty standards for example the idea of being fair in skin tone makes you more beautiful like here in india i've noticed that being fair is what's wanted so there's this brand called fair and lovely they literally advertise that being fair is lovely but that's completely opposite of what's right being who you are is what's important all skin tones especially in a country that's so diverse and has so many different skin tones it's important to embrace what we're like given or yeah so do you all have anything to add uh yeah i feel like cuz i'm not from india i'm from uh, england and i feel like in the uk um the beauty standard especially regarding skin tone now is quite the opposite like where i'm from um people go they use uh fake tan to make their skin look darker make them look more tanned because that's what the beauty standard is there and obviously you can't get a real tan unless it's like only for about a month in the summer because England isn't the hottest place in the world um 
but yeah everyone um then they use the fake tan in order to make themselves look darker which and i find it bizarre that um the british beauty standard completely contradicts the indian one mm-hmm. yeah like you see in like when you go to like vacation places like goa in india you see people um foreigners i've honest i've seen they want the tan they'll be spending like hours and hours of the day in the pool but they end up looking blunt like tomatoes it's not <laughs> ideal but yeah that's the reality yeah it's it's really... yeah go ahead Nisha. sorry oh, sorry um but uh well for me like i don't know like i'm not gonna try to be racist here but like i'm pretty fair myself but i don't know why people have this idea that fair is beautiful because it's fair like fair people obviously are beautiful i'm not saying that yeah. but it's just that um it's a lack of pigment in your skin and people of color actually like have that pigment we, they have what we lack and so i don't really see that like there's a reason to like hate on the people with a darker skin tone because they're equally as beautiful if not more yeah it's all down to like biological significance it's quite amazing actually our bodies in like places where it's naturally the sun is more powerful makes our bodies naturally produce more melanin in order to protect us from skin cancer so melanoma so it's quite amazing so to be putting some sort of like negative aspect to being darker or fairer in whichever way it's completely are not necessary or even yeah greatest things that i've noticed is like how um like for me personally i've been bombarded with these aunties and grandmothers and tatas sometimes <laughs> who just come up to me and be like beta your your skin is too dark you should use like coconut oil or you should use turmeric and i'm like it's not what it's the weirdest thing like why would you expect turmeric a spice to change the color of my skin like It's the, it's the most ridiculous stuff ever, and I'm like, no. And why should that even it, it's be? It's good for your skin, yeah. definitely, but it's not going to change the color of your skin. It's so sad that you're like sort of enforcing these ideas on like young kids from like the time they're exposed to you, right? Like you're saying that you know you should change your skin color. This is what will help because you know kind of not. We don't like the fact that you're dark skin, so we need to change that, right? And it's mm. so so sad. And yeah, and they even mean it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> the thing is, they even they don't mean it in a way that, like, for health reasons. They mean it in a way to like change your appearance. They they don't want what's best for you. And they then, want what's yeah. appealing to like the eyes. And they'll blame it on yeah. something else. They won't make it your fault, but they'll say, "Oh, you you should." Um, it's because your this one did this when you were pregnant, or this was. you use in the sun for too long or something it's like natural they didn't put kajal on your eyes so now you have nazar <laughs> yeah and <laughs> like that's so deep rooted in our culture like uh, hindu wedding ceremonies they have like a whole ceremony dedicated to putting haldi which is turmeric in order to like purify your skin and like glow and become fairer for your wedding so like it shows how traditionally we've always been uh, taught to feel that like being fair is good and being dark is not so it's quite like negative on people's mental health like that and i feel like it also yeah. uh, it's impacted like how the british ruled our country for a long time and since they were of a fairer skin tone that sort of translated on to being 
fair is power so that's why i should be fair it's like indirectly influencing our mindset yeah yeah so then um how can i my next question is how can toxic ideals affect the meaning behind descriptive words so like like for an example would be fat so how do we perpetuate these ideals by attaching negative connotations to certain words so i have a lot to say about this guys um it's Listen. something that i've struggled with a lot and i've had friends who've gone through the same so i'm like about to unleash a dead dog on you all so um basically i was having this discussion with a close friend a while ago and the randan is she's being body shamed and people are throwing insults at her and they were sort of stressing on how she was fat and she was saying that you know you shouldn't call people fat because of that and my response was telling her that you know fat's not an insult before i go on and like break the stand we need to realize that and acknowledge that fat is not an insult it's an adjective but the manner you see people say it to be mean that makes it an insult so but at some point you've got to realize that they can do that and they will do that and they will keep doing that but they're wrong people do not deserve that kind of power over you where a word that simply meant to describe something can be turned into an insult just because mean people want it to be like a great example of this would be the word queer it was just another adjective right and then people turned it into an insult and then lgbtq plus people sort of turned it around and now it's not it's just a normal way to refer to the community right that is what i'm coming from we can keep letting these people put us down and like hurl mean words at us or or we can just change our mindsets for the better and for ourselves and then eventually for others because with stuff like this it's all about will power like, people will put you down they'll call you fat which we've established is not an insult so are you going to sit there and take it and feel sad or are you going to feel sad and then realize you're worth more than that because we can keep saying oh yeah they call me fat and that hurts and that's why you shouldn't call people fat but when you think about it it's just another sentiment that's hurting the whole point of body positivity because it's not an insult as i've said before it's just weirded out body positivity is about helping people understand that your body is fine just the way it looks it doesn't matter if you're scarce sorry if you're fat or if you're skinny none of that matters the only time you need to be concerned about your body is if it's healthy right because people can be fit and fat at the same time so you need to realize that you're worth more than hating yourself because other people do and not going to say that it's going to happen overnight right but you need to make the conscious decision every day to love yourself and not give two hoots about what people say and like on the days it gets hard and you you can't sort of bring yourself to do that it's fine to reach out for help just call up a friend and just be like yo i need to pick me up tell me why you think i'm hot <laughs> like you can always do that it's always good to reach out for help but you'll notice that those days will get less and less the better you get at relearning to love yourself because you did at some point right you did love yourself unabashedly you never thought bad stuff about yourself it was just pushed out of you and you need to relearn that so yes exactly. yeah i i completely agree and i feel like um yeah fat does not mean ugly and i also feel like something that's a problem with this type of thing um is so i'll be like looking in the mirror right and let's say that day i don't like how my body looks um and i'm saying that like looks too big in some places this is an insecurity within myself and sometimes i have friends who maybe have like a bigger size than me which doesn't mean they're less beautiful than me i personally find them like more beautiful if i'm honest um but they'll turn around and say 
oh, so you could, because you don't like that in yourself, you think I'm ugly because of it. Like, if you're saying you look too big, what do you think of me? That is not anyone's intention. I don't think when anyone says this, this is what they mean. It's, um, like I said, it's an insecurity within themselves. And like me personally, right? I may not like the way my body looks or something about myself, but honestly on everyone else, I feel like all body types are beautiful. Um, and that's something really important to remember. Yeah, exactly. I also think like the same thing. Like when I see other people, I don't think of them as any less be- I think they're like the most beautiful people ever. But what I see in myself is completely different from what I see in others. It's easier to say something than to do something. So I may advocate for body positivity, but that doesn't mean that I treat my body positive positively. Yeah. Um, Naisha, do you have anything to add on? Oh, it's, I think Tamana really said it all. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, yeah, fat, yeah, fat in general does not mean ugly. Like, if someone says, like, one day, like, uh, oh, it's because something, something, it, oh, it's because I'm fat. And they'll be like, no, you're not fat, you're beautiful. They're like, but I never said I was ugly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I just, spoke about my body and I didn't mean like I was ugly so it should stop being it shouldn't like be perceived as like um ugly it's like as the manas said just an adjective the worst the worst part is when someone like they know that you're on maybe on the fatter side which is completely normal but they try to like sort of act as though oh no you're you're like skinny I'm not saying that I'm considering as a bad thing but like the facts are the facts you don't need to like ignore it or try to twist it into a what you think is positive and like the same way like people should not have opinions about you that would necessarily hurt you like if i want to have a donut today and maybe once in a while you do not have a right to tell me like no i think you're putting on too much weight you should have a healthy salad instead like let me enjoy my life and i don't care about your opinion but like there are certain exceptions i would say to this like Maybe like like if someone is um, obviously anorexic or bulimic or maybe on the uh, like suffering with depression caused due to and then obesity eventually, it's okay to help out your friend or anyone that requires this help and go out to them in a respectful manner without hurting their feelings or bringing them down and help them out of that situation. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, also adding on that, I feel like... Um often like you can help your friends who are in those type of situations but often assuming someone's health or assuming someone's condition by what they look like is not at all good like someone could be suffering from any type of eating disorder binge eating disorder bulimia anorexia all of this um and you can't tell if someone is suffering by this just from what their body looks like obviously in extreme cases it is more visible but it's wrong to assume that just because someone may be thin that they have an eating disorder mm-hmm. or if someone who is of an average weight to assume that they are completely fine because they could be suffering from an eating disorder, but they're just at the beginning of it. And I feel um, it's really important to like not go ahead and judge someone by what their body looks like. Totally. I agree. Um, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 
do you all have any experiences uh, personally that you might want to share? Oh, yeah, so this one time, it was so awkward, okay, I was, like, walking around, I don't know where this was, maybe a wedding or something, I was chilling, I was eating good food, and this one lady came up to me, she was just like, Tamanda, you shouldn't be eating so much, and I was like, why, and she was like, you look pregnant, and I was like, can we not think about pregnant? And you could just tell, no, like, then if you have a problem, I can, like, rat you out, bro, stop flirting with the cameraman. It's really very... It's like these sort of comments that used to like really hurt. Because like then I sort of brushed it off. But it did like hurt me in the long run. I used to like think about that and be like, oh, ew. Now I look fat and that's a bad thing, right? Before I sort of came to them. I, when I realized, you know, fat's not an insult. Like that. But it was like super difficult to sort of move out of that mindset right and so my sister she sort of gave me this one exercise to do um where it's basically like you sit in front of the mirror um in front of the mirror naked and you just sort of not you look at yourself you don't think anything about your body you just look at yourself for 10 minutes a day or something like that and you slowly start normalizing your body right because when you sort of look at your in the mirror and you're being really analytical, you're breaking down everything you don't like about yourself. But if you just sit there, head empty, you start normalizing your body for yourself and you start thinking that, you know, this is what I look like on a daily basis. And you make that normal for you. You make it okay for you. And I think that that's a big step in like loving yourself because we, we tend to jump from I hate my body to I have to love my body. And that jump's not easy. Like it, it's not possible. Um, and of course, we have steps to get there and stuff. So yeah. Oh, so I feel yeah. Okay, so like the other day, I was watching a Marvel movie, and like I, it like hit me. All superhero heroines, if if that's the word, always are so sexual sexualized in Marvel DC movies. Like take Wonder Woman for example. Really, a short skirt, a small bikini piece with like um with her boobs showing and marvelous flawless hair and uh, combat boots and kicking ass like okay kudos being a powerful like embracing femininity and also kicking ass that's great but like to keep it as a consistent standard for all females we're not also applying it to males like have you ever seen like um, hulk do they try bruce bannerzy being tried to be like sexualized Okay, that lab coat. Wow. Yeah, he literally walks around <laughs> shirtless with like a 12 pack. No one's like, oh my god, fuck. Like, oh, the shorts. Signing themselves. No, right? <laughs> like, it's only for the women. And it's, again, it's not sort of going against the outfits that they're wearing. It's just, where did they come from? It's, yeah. these were panels that were sort of drawn in, what, back in the 80s, 90s? Intention. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, they were essentially made to be sexualized with their outfits with the shapes of their bodies right mm-hmm. like these perfect clear-cut figures that aren't humanly possible mm-hmm. like it just isn't a possibility if you were to be a if you were someone who were fighting like that on a daily basis with constant training and like fighting gods every other day you wouldn't be that like slim you would be bulky because you would have grown muscles you would have a six-pack you would have like really like big biceps and stuff even as a woman and you just you don't you don't see that like it's not 
it doesn't make sense. So I feel like they would have to wear like all these tight suits, like even Black Widow, like these skinny tight suits. But the superheroes who are male, they get to wear like normal, just normal outfits. They don't have any sexual in like innuendos to it. Yeah, and like even like um, they like clearly the women have like this hourglass body shape, which is and like Tamana said, it's impossible to have a tiny waist when you're like fighting gods every single day. You're eventually going to get like um, abs and more bulky. But like in reality, when women are like start are starring like such roles. They are te- like made to wear these like corsets and like really tight tops and like I don't like how how does one like fight in such like uncomfortable conditions like it's mm. impossible like mm. make it more realistic. Mm, totally. Yeah, precisely. And I feel like um, a lot of um, when a woman's body is sexualized, it's often like a certain type of body type that's being sexualized. Um, and you find it with more with those type of body types um, because it's encouraged. Like in these uh, superhero films and things, it's always they're sexualizing um, the girl with larger breasts or what, and it's made look at that. Like two girls could be wearing the exact same thing, but one has a larger chest and one has a smaller one, and the girl with the larger chest will automatically get more hate for it because. And more sexualized for it just because of the way her body naturally looks and i'm not saying that um they're the only body type that gets sexualized all girls and women experience that type of thing no matter your body type but it is more directed towards people mm-hmm. who look like them yeah so um yeah, it was a really cool discussion. I had so much fun. Yes, um, thank you, listener, for turning in, tuning into this podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to this. Please stay up to date with our announcements and on-campus events by following us on Instagram. We are at GirlUpStonehill. Please feel free to message us any questions that you would like us to answer next time. You can DM us on, an, on our Instagram, as said earlier, at GirlUpStonehill. Or you can email us. Uh, our ID is girlup at stonehill.in. We'll put it in the description. Yeah. Um, thank you, Scarlett and Naisha, for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure to have you. Signing off as your host, Tamanna. And Inara.